Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! And welcome to the Retrograde Video Game Podcast, where this week we talk about all of our fears to fathom. Oh, yes, we have so many fathoming fears. My name's Andrew Baskin. With me, as always, is the bad boy of podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself. My Kevin McAllister and Worth, <laughs> because today we're home alone. <laughs> oh, no. Um, you know, speaking of Kevin McAllister, his most famous scene is uh-huh. he tries aftershave. Yes. And he puts on and he goes, ah, that's that burns, right? Yes. That makes no sense, right? Why? Well, because he didn't actually shave any hairs on his little face, didn't he? Oh, no, no. The whole point is he's imitating his dad. Oh, yeah. I've never gotten that. All right, well. Really? This? This yeah. is all, oh, okay. Because his, da- so his dad every morning <laughs> looks in the mirror, holds himself by the cheeks and goes, ah, in my a, dad was depressed later in life. He, in a movie. He figures out. Where a mom and dad forget their child. Yeah. Your biggest concern with that dad is that he screams like a child every time he shaved. Actually, you know what? You're right. Mikey, that is weird. <laughs> That's if weird. every morning in, in your childhood bed, your dad was in a mirror like, ah! You'd be like, I think I come from a broken household. A yeah. very wealthy broken household. I'd also have a pet spider as well that I keep yes. on the top shelf of my bookshelf. <laughs> yes. And a girlfriend that, woof. <laughs> Uh, Andrew, it is Retrograve. Uh-huh. Retrograve continues. And yes. I, I forgot to do my spooky intro, but- uh, Retrograve lives. Retrograve, that's a good one. Thank you. Uh, I, we almost don't live though. The more oh. the more this month goes on and the more we play, the more I honestly, like honestly, I don't I don't want to die, uh-huh. but I would rather be dead sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'd I rather totally, be feeling I, nothing than what these games make me feel. So we just played another scary game. Now we it's a uh, third in a row of scary games that we have played. Yes. And I we go, so we play the game first, obviously, and uh-huh. then we start the podcast so we can talk about it. And every time we're about to start the podcast, I can feel how flush I am. Yes. Like how much blood is in my head yeah. because of yelling and being terrified. It's more like it's like when you uh when you when you you're doing an exercise yes. and you're doing it wrong because you're not breathing right. and then you stop it and and your your head your is just throbbing because mm-hmm. you haven't taken a breath for like 45 seconds. I'm sorry for talking about exercising to a video game podcast. I'm sure oh, wow. they're doing You double down on making them feel bad. You're like, first of all, like you're like, okay, whatever. And you're like, you wouldn't know anything about it. And you're like, oh my God, this fucking guy is killing me. Um, it's kind of like a hangover. You feel like a, you feel hungover from the game. Because yes. This, this dump of adrenaline and emotions and stuff like that. Oh, and by, by the way, uh, uh, if you're out there, send Andrew some love. He's, uh, he's running a half marathon. Oh and, yeah, uh, just under a week. Yes, I uh, yes, which I I'm gonna feel awful. Yeah, I'm gonna feel so bad. Oh, sorry, actually, you I have li- just you just it. ran the half marathon. I, just I can't it. believe you forgot that. <laughs> I, you know what? Yeah, it was so easy. I didn't even think about it. I was just thinking like about Mikey the whole time, going like, "You guys wouldn't understand. You wouldn't uh, understand." Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think they own shoes. <laughs> What do you guys just wear like uh, a grocery bag as underwear? What are you doing here? <laughs> you unkempt monsters. Um, no, my prediction uh, for the half marathon that I'm about to run uh-huh. that I have currently run when you're listening to this yes. is uh, it's going to be awful. Yeah, it's going to suck. No way you finish so and go bad. like, oh, fuck yeah, that was so easy. I've, I, I, It's one of those life accomplishments that I don't think I'll ever do. Don't. I don't think half and full. I just, it just doesn't interest me. What is, what is, is there something, not even athletic, but like physical, is there an achievement you want yeah, uh, to? an amateur boxing match. You want to sign up for an amateur boxing match. I don't, I don't know that yet, but the more I do it and the more people in my gym are doing it, the more I think, and like I've, I've fought them and I've seen what they can do yeah. and I'm like, I might be able to do it, but I'm also fucking petrified of it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. but that people always say it's really good to go in a ring scared to hell. Yeah. Like it's a really good I'll tactic. Just be scrappy. Just super scared. <laughs> 
Be afraid to be hit. That's a really good tactic. Yeah, and yeah. I am. Ah, I wake ah. up in the morning. My player one is is thrashing around. <laughs> That's why I'm good at boxing because I can just avoid her limbs. That should be. You should get your loved ones to just smack you around a lot, just, just so you're used to getting you know skin on skin contact. Honestly, what am I more afraid of entering the ring or entering a game like Fears to Fathom? Who's to say? Okay. We kind of said that I don't know. I don't know where you want to go with this one because, like, how quickly do we want to talk about this game? Let's let's uh, let's say this. Okay, we're going. If if you haven't checked it out yet, go check us out over on the YouTube channel. Uh, we we have already played the game. We have. Uh, we know all about it. Mm -hmm. We are still sweating, uh, <laughs> uh, just like all of our listeners, just by putting their earplugs in. <laughs> God, Mikey. Holy <laughs> shit. Uh, we're going to take a, a little break to talk about some current gaming news or or, 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 or gaming updates in our own life. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to break down the entire first chapter of Fears to Fathom. Uh, a very interesting game and a very interesting developer and a fantastic story uh, and all that stuff. So so hang tight. Before we do, Andrew, let's talk a little bit of gaming nonsense, if you don't mind. I, Mikey, nothing would make me happier in this world. So this has been a an unbelievable year for games. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've, I say that every week and, yeah. and it's, it's becoming like one of the all timers. Wow. You got the uh, tears of the kingdom. You've got, uh, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got one we got, and we it's one. good. Uh, every week, it seems like there's something, even if it, if it didn't land as well as you may have hoped it, there have been big releases around mm. every corner and there still are some for the, to the rest of the year. And the one game that I keep hearing people talk about is Baldur's gate three. Yeah. And it's a game that I never thought I would I would play because I get paralyzed by choice. Mm -hmm. I am very mm -hmm. much a Sylvia Plath prune tree, a fig tree kind of person where yeah. every choice I make is a thousand choices not made. Oh, okay. and so I struggle with these games. And that's and, a Sylvia Plath reference you want to make. Huh? That's this. Uh, I am a uh, Andrew. I got some cookies bacon. That's a great baker. <laughs> a great baker. Um, the 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 you wouldn't get that you uncultured swine. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. And and don't pick up her collected work of poetry. I don't think you could do it. I remember reading a comment one time of like, God, these guys <laughs> address Robert Frost a lot. Oh, yeah. and, and now it's like Sylvia Plath is like, you better be aware of who she is and her many references and possibly how she died. To, to this day, the funniest comment that I've heard <laughs> on our podcast was, uh, and this was a couple of years ago, these guys talk about Red Dead Redemption 2 and Overwatch more than they talk about the actual game of the week. <laughs> got that out of our system though i think we did i don't think we talk about that as often as well, you as don't we play overwatch to. so that helps. i don't play it anymore yeah. and uh uh and uh red dead isn't worth playing <laughs> yeah, you still hate it yeah. yeah uh uh no i don't hate it uh, uh, it's just not my style yeah. kind of like Baldur's gate because okay. sometimes there's too much to do and then i get paralyzed by choice and i just figured with all the text in the game and choices you have mm -hmm. to make and leveling up your characters and learning a new system which as i get older has been increasingly difficult for me right. learning complex systems and games yeah uh, i was like this is just not going to be my game i'm going to sit this one out but everyone not everyone a larger and larger number of people who i listen to and whose opinions i trust have been saying that Baldur's gate 3 is the game of the year in this game, wow. in this year of fantastic yes. games. And yes. I'm like, I, as one of the most underrated video game journalists of all time, yes. I owe it to my fans to give them an opinion of this game. You can barely get through that <laughs> sentence. You had struggled to even get through that. My fans. <laughs> all my fans. Mom, dad, <laughs> my stuffed animals. Uh, no, so I, I started it. Yeah. Downloaded Baldur's Gate. Barely fit it on my PC because it's like 160 gigabytes or something oh like that. Oh my God. Uh, hardly fit it on my Steam Deck because as I said, yeah. 145 gigabytes or the whatever. The fan is. is really kicking in now. 
Andrew, that legitimately is one of my biggest complaints about playing this game on the Steam Deck. Yeah. The fan is so loud that yeah. I can almost not hear the dialogue. It turns it's, into a helicopter after a while. It, it could. <laughs> Sold it above your All hands. of a sudden, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's 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 raising me like I'm an old man in the movie Up. Yeah. Um. Um. But I will say. I'm doing my best to let decisions go, mm. to play some of the game. If I do something I didn't like, if I offend someone I didn't mean to offend, to embrace the failure of the game. Because what I keep hearing this game is great at is rolling with the punches mm. and giving you a scenario in spite of the fact that you've fucked something up, mm -hmm. saying like, well, this, it, this is like life. You now have to just deal with the consequences of getting something wrong. And playing it this way makes me more concerned about taking risks okay but also makes taking risks much more exciting because i know i'm not going to save scum and just try to like re 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 attempt a check like uh, do you know do you yeah. know much about the Baldur's Gate? i, I know and... i know a little bit and i you know obviously i've been reading and listening to a lot of people that have been really loving it right there was also a huge amount of people i shouldn't just say that like it's like a call classic or something there's a lot of people that were really excited about the game coming out in the 100%, first place 100 you know and then you naturally hear all about you know genitalia and you can design it and stuff like that yeah and i do appreciate that we just knock off the biggest topics off the first like before you ask you can pet a dog and you can design your own genitalia. Yeah, you and 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 you can also pet the dog's genitalia. <laughs> I want to design that dog's genitalia. <laughs> I want to play God. It is, I guess it's just it hasn't happened enough in games, but the point of like the, the when you get to character creation and there's a genitalia option, it's still staggering to me. Yeah. And I've seen a lot of nudity in my life. I seek it out in all walks. Oh, okay. Um, but for some reason, seeing it in a video game character in such a, like, they're almost T-posing, like they're just standing <laughs> there and then it's just like, the Zuffy weird man, the <laughs> Da Vinci. <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> the, the almost, it's like, cyberpunk was the weirdest because when you, when you switch from one to the other, it's like it pops into existence, but there's like movement on it. <laughs> like it was a drop there. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> Uh, I, I don't think they had the same in Baldur's Gate, but what they do for all the right reasons, because uh, who knows how you're going to de uh, design your character, but whether you choose a male or female or non-binary, because they yeah. have that choice as well, cool. you can, regardless of your choice, you can slide through all uh, uh, genitalia options. I didn't, I don't know if I didn't expect it, but there was something about, I did a good job of designing a character that looked like me and uh -huh. it's standing there to just, just all body parts to bear and then i'm like penis one not quite penis two not quite penis choices? i think there were like five penis choices wow and then i skip past penis five and all of a sudden it's just me with a bush and what i'm like what do you think i was intrigued and i liked it eh? <laughs> i was intrigued kind of fun either that or in my mind you're just buffalo billing the whole time <laughs> <laughs> just stuck behind I fuck me. Would you fuck me? I, I fuck me. i rotate my character around <laughs> it's sticking it's sticking on the other side <laughs> Oh, that's just great. Uh, just you gotta dance a mode. Yeah. 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 Um, a shawl. It was it was an exciting process, uh, yeah. uh designing my character. It's an it's an intriguing process playing the game. I'm not taken by the gameplay just yet. Okay. I'm Can, struggling with it a bit. Why is that? Because it's it it is the things that I feared it was. A lot of text, less engaging mechanically in terms oh, of like okay. twitch mechanics, so yeah. to speak. Um and and a lot of like uh, reading and, and choices and thinking that I've made the wrong choices. 
But I keep telling myself, I, I think I have to get to the 10 hour mark in this game before I decide whether I'm going to stick with it or not. Okay. And uh, and I'll, I'll keep updating everyone. Uh, but it's 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 nice to have gotten into it enough to know, like to feel somewhat comfortable with the systems. It's very overwhelming at first, mm. uh, but it's cool. It puts you in scenarios that the first time I had an opportunity to like engage with something and make some consequential decisions and, and then just see the way that the dialogue and my party members respond to it. I was like, this is. This is kind of cool. Yeah, that does I, sound I, I am cool. enjoying it. And as and as long as I can commit to living and dying by the decisions that I make and and commit to role playing as the yeah. character I've decided to role play, I've decided to 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 play a character who's there's a fighter class, mm. but not like barbarian. Okay. It's fighter is in like like fighting. So I'm gonna like prize fighter? Kind of. Really? So like when you when you switch like to your them, athletic achievement goal? But like my athletic achievement goal, exactly. So I'm kind of like a shit talking athletic person. I'm role playing someone who, if someone challenges me to a fight, my pride won't let them get one up on me. Sounds like a guy Ritchie character. <laughs> <laughs> What's your problem? <laughs> but like that's that's the, the the idea of making it not enough. Cause in my mind, if I'm on the street and someone challenges me. I'm going about my business. I don't, I don't need any of that, but in the, I like to play the version of myself. It would be, be fun to play without consequence. Yeah. So like play it like a guy, Richie character. And that has been almost like a stress release for me, which right. is kind of nice. Yeah. We talked about this on the podcast in the past that like two things, when we design a character, they most often have to look like us. And yes. the second thing is we have a really tough time, especially on the first playthrough playing a game that is not the noble way of playing or the good way of playing. We, we struggle to do the evil thing. Yes. Uh, probably says more about us and our like upbringing, but like, the fact that you're falling into that, like that just, it follows the path that we've, uh, we said we're going to take. It's weird because, you know, you listen to like on, on, uh, we mentioned this podcast a lot, but, uh, uh get played another video game, game oh, okay. podcast out there. I'm sure there's some cross cross listeners, people who like both of them. Sure. Uh, so I don't mind shutting them out, but, um, uh, Heather Ann Campbell talks about how she doesn't feel any moral, any way morally whatsoever about, uh, interactions with video game really? characters. And she, she, she has the stance of like, she's baffled as to why we could possibly either be afraid in video games because they're not real or feel bad about making a decision one way or another. And I, I, I don't like that stance because yeah. it's art and art is made to evoke empathy in a lot of ways. Yes. And I do feel empathetic. And if I played a game where it's just guns blazing, I don't care. I think that would be less fun. I think you have to hold yourself to some sort of code and decide what that is and then play by that. Yeah, this is this is like a therapy session because like because <laughs> it, it, it really says a lot about you how you answer this question. Mm -hmm. I think my thing is I'm afraid of consequences. I am afraid right. of if I do this thing, I might not be able to do a thing later in life. That's true. And it's probably the thing in real life that's stopping me from running my car over a bunch of pedestrians or something like that. Because then I will not <laughs> probably, be able to. That's probably the thing that you can't do I something do. I later. aim to the right, to the <laughs> sidewalk, and then I go, no, because then you won't go to the movies next you, week. You You'll won't. be in jail. And you're like, oh, okay. I'll you're not going to be able to see the Five Nights at Freddy's movie, Andrew. I, I will not be able because it's a very scary it's movie. It's a very scary movie. I won't be able to see Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a good one. Hopefully. Yeah. It'll be longer than my prison sentence. <laughs> Hey, to doom, <laughs> everybody. Uh, no, I agree with that, though. I, I I think the idea of locking yourself out of the ability to make certain th uh, decisions later or something like that is a big element, especially because I feel like video games have not handled bad choices, like evil choices well in games yet. Oftentimes, all they do is punish you. Yeah. It's like, well, now you don't get the reward or now this person won't talk to you and that's it. But it, it's it's just too black and white. Yeah. You know what I mean? It should be more ambiguous in the middle of like, well, you know, like, you know, it kind of works its way into the middle a little bit, but instead it's more like LA Noir, you know, kind of like, 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. You're like, I think he's guilty. <laughs> Just shifty eyes. Just sweating. Again, the worst thing Polishing about that gun. game, the, the, the hardest thing about that game is not knowing whether it's the actor being a bad actor, the mocap just glitching out, or me correctly reading something. I just I, never know. It's an impossible situation because if they did that when they're guilty and they don't do it when they're innocent, yeah. you'd be like, well, this is too easy. It's this guy's guilty. 100%. You know what I mean? I don't know. That yeah. game still, love it. Interesting. I'm glad it exists. That's a, such a backhanded compliment. <laughs> well, I hope you nothing but the best. Thank honestly, you. Honestly, the episode I think that I'm most proud of that we did was our L.A. Noir episode. I yeah. think it was the 10th anniversary or something along those lines. Yeah, whatever that sounds anniversary right. it's at now. Um, go back and listen to that one. It's like an L.A. It's 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 like a, a noir aesthetic to it. There's interviews and it that was a ton of fun. I yeah, really that enjoyed was a good that episode. episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, this episode mm -hmm. is not one of my favorite ones because we had to spend some of it playing this game fears to fathom not because it's bad okay i was gonna say did you not like this game i didn't we don't have to cheat to the end but like did you not like i i'll say this i didn't love the story of last week's game don't be scared i agree with you. but i think it was more intriguing than what we had in this that is very interesting. So let's explain the game and then we can talk about it. But that's very interesting. You said yeah, that. let's take it from the top. Okay, so it's developed and published by Rail, who is actually a one-person uh, uh, developer publisher. Uh, their, their Twitter handle is uh, at the Rail on Twitter, R-A-Y-L-L. -L, and their uh, uh, byline for their, their uh, 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 profile is something along the lines of like making the Fear to Fathom games from my bedroom. Like just doing it on his own. I saw an interview or read an interview wow. in uh, with Sports Kita where they they interviewed the guy. Uh, his name is Mukul Negi. Uh, he's 21 years old now and he started developing games in 2015. So he's been Holy. doing it for six years. It's wild to think of him accomplishing what he's already accomplished. 2015 is not six years ago. Right, sorry. I saw the 21 years old that I had written. Okay. And then I thought 2021. Oh, right. But it's it's 2023. Three. Three. You know, but that's like when every time when people are like, uh, COVID, I'm like, yeah, two years ago. Yes. They're like, uh, no. Yeah. It's yeah, COVID-19. Yes. You're like, oh, right. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, that's, it's incredibly impressive to be that young doing it yeah. and to be doing that alone as And well. kind of as your first shot at it too, you know? Like, like I, it's, know. It, I will say this though. And we'll get into it later when we get into our reviews and we talk more of the game generally. Sure, sure. This game is not without its flaws. Uh, you sure. can see the seams in video game development in this game. So, like how you climb stairs. Like how you climb stairs, <laughs> yes. how you go downstairs, how you eat lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's warmed up a whole bunch of lasagna, a whole mess of lasagna. I can't wait to talk about the lasagna. <laughs> it's my uh, favorite part. It is, uh, it's part of a uh, uh, series, the Fear, uh, uh, the Fear, uh, uh, Fear to Fathom series. Are you okay? <laughs> No, Andrew, I just fucking I know, I'm game. sorry, you got a little too scared. It's an episodic psychological horror game. Uh, the first one is free, which we just played. That's how the drug dealers get you, and that's how this game yeah, gets first, you. First ride's free, uh, baby. Uh, if only I disliked heroin this much the first time I tried it. <laughs> do you think... Okay, real talk. Yeah. Do you think people try heroin and go, not for me? I think they try it, and they think it's so good that it's not for them. I think, I think oh. some people can see the writings on the wall and be like, yeah, if I do this again, I can see myself getting addicted. If forever. I had the most control over my body, then I would love to try that, because I'd have the greatest night of my life and then go thank you sir and i just shake his hand and i walk away never to see him again so part of me would like to just to know just to know but the part that, that worries me like. is imagine knowing that that's out there but that's a problem yeah that's, that's we were describing addictions to drugs not i mean yes but even if you say no now what if your life goes down a worse path before or a worse path later and then all of a sudden you're just like 
you know, I'm going to fucking go back to that heroin. Like t- 10 years later. It's always an option. It's always it's, an option. Right. Okay, I don't want to know that that level of satisfaction exists out there. No, there, thanks. That's how we feel about a lot of like, maybe so I don't season my foods. Yeah. We got to talk to you about that. You're really missing one of the true joys of this life. I, I, that's what I feel about a lot of the, like the darker side of most of the world. It's like, yes. if I just don't know, it's probably better because then I don't feel temptation. I think so. I yeah. think so. Uh, uh, you know, there are exceptions to that, but uh, um, uh, I think I bloodthirst. Bloodthirst is one. Yeah, of them. yeah. Just a, the need to kill. The, I, I mean, it's it's not even a need as much as just the deep satisfaction that I get. It's Absolutely. like my life's incomplete without it. Mm. So I can live without it. It's not water or food, yeah. but it's just what's the point otherwise? Yeah, everyone needs a third thing. A third thing, and mine is the need to end people's lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not a need. It's just, it's just as, it's for me. <laughs> it's, it is a need for it's you. It's a little for me. It's just, this one's for daddy. <laughs> uh, uh, so the first one is Jesus. Home Alone, which we played today. Yeah, that came out July of 2021. That's why I was thinking that because in 2021, oh. he would have been, uh, he was, <laughs> oh Mikey. Oh my God. I'm not even looking at the numbers and I know what it is. I don't. Okay. How old was he in 2021? He was 19. He's 21 now and that was two years ago. Yeah, but you don't know when his birthday was. He could be 20. I don't, what the, hmm? okay, what's the star sign? This says mm, a lot about him. Definitely a cancer. Ugh, that's what I thought. <laughs> Classic cancer. <laughs> uh, the next one that came out was Norwood Hitchhike, which came yeah. out in January, 2022. Ooh. Carson House came out in January, 2023. Back to the house. Iron Bark Lookout comes out in October, 2023. So, so it comes out, comes out this month uh, in a couple of weeks and it looked kind of firewatchy, which right. is very intriguing to me. That's exciting. That would almost be one that I would want to go back and play. I'm The Hitchhike one sounds really interesting too. That's yes. like a really interesting idea for a video game. It's it's a fantastic idea for mm-hmm. a video game. Uh, there's this new genre of game that's kind of out there right now. It's like it's 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 like a road narrative game, but like a car simulator game. Okay, but like you are the car. It's like what? like yeah, like, it's like, like the movie Cars. Like I'm Lightning McQueen. <laughs> yes, let's bring it back. Let's talk about car circumcisions again. Car last, circumcisions. That's what you brought up last time. We I talked did about the tailpipe. Movie. Tailpipe. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. You could do so many car famous people things. You know what I mean? That like, you know, famous figures that are cars. I don't understand. Well, because like Lightning McQueen's a famous car. Uh-huh. Right. But then- Maybe li- the most famous. I, You know, I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's The world's a big place, right? <laughs> so like, I don't know if Sedan Hussein, you know what I mean? Did he exist in the cars universe? Did you say Sedan Hussein? Yeah. Oh, Andrew, <laughs> I like what we're doing here. <laughs> do you see what we're doing here? Because- so, uh, I did hear that Sedan Hussein, whenever you got in him on yeah. the radio, Van Morrison was playing. See, that makes a lot of sense. He was a, Sedan Hussein was a huge Van What's Morrison. It's a huge fan. Van Morrison fan. Uh, what else? What else? <laughs> this, is, this is when your and my eyes glaze over. Yes. And we just start thinking. We about, should just like hum out loud and just like, yes, of course. While yes. we're in the back of our brain, there's a thousand monkeys working on typewriters. <laughs> I don't know if I have quite a thousand of them. Oh no, they're all pretty stupid, but like, you know, <laughs> five or six monkeys on type I wish I had quality over quantity, but now I can't, you know. No, no. Okay. Um, uh, so, so, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll go back and try the Iron Bark Lookout one sometime later. But yeah, no, sorry. This genre of games where you're kind of like car sims. Yes. Is, it seems very interesting to me. Mercedes uh, Benz Affleck. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm sorry. Okay. We're done. Are we? Well, I don't know. Matt Day Monster Truck. <laughs> oh, that's a really good one. I, it's funny that you went to Matt Damon next because that oh, was Affleck. that was my next one. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just name association at this point. Hijack Nicholson. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not Hijack. 
Carjack Nicholson. Carjack Nicholson. Carjack Nicholson. <laughs> Carjack Nicholson. That's good. If he was a professional wrestler, it could have been something like that. Carjack Nicholson. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so this one is Home Alone. The premise is you're a 14 year old named Miles while your parents are out of town and shit happens. Can you survive? Wow. Eventually, there's a potential burglary. We don't want to say too much yet, but we will get into the story. It seems like when this game started out, and this seems to be sort of the premise, that all of these uh, uh, games are kind of taken from like creepypasta stories. Yes, this one more maybe than others too, because even on the homepage yeah. uh, of this one, it says to share your story, please send it to, and I think it was fears of fathom at gmail.com or something. Fear of fathom stories at gmail.com. And so he's, they're looking for, uh, you know, submissions. <laughs> well, you thought of a car one? You just wanted me to talk so you could think of a car one. <laughs> no, it just came into my head. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh no! I, now I don't want to say it. Oh, good. This no. This is a good warm up. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> so it's a semi truck or a bus? It's both. It's, both. it's a half and half. <laughs> it's the it's, it's a hybrid. It's a hybrid. Oh god. Oh uh, god. Well, that's Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Uh, sorry, what were you saying? Uh, who cares? Uh, no, <laughs> no it's, it looks like it's submissions. Yeah, to create stories around these submissions. Yeah. and I'd be very curious. You know, maybe we should go back and and like see if he's if the the author or the creator has ever really done anything around this because sure. I'd love to know where he's getting these ideas. If he's picking them from just things and going like that's it, a good it game. does say at the beginning it's like, do you have a creepy story? Send your submission yeah. to yeah. whatever. <laughs> sorry, I, I said that part away. You were just thinking of be, Steve <laughs> Bus. I legitimately did not hear you. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I, it's a really, you should go to YouTube because you can see Mikey with eyes just blank <laughs> nodding. Like, uh-huh. I legitimately didn't hear you. I was worried that you would have already said that, but I zoned out completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so uh, um, did I mention that you can submit your stories to an email? Oh, oh my God, Mikey, Jesus Christ. Uh, let's go to reviews because you asked me sure. what I thought about this game and we're going to get into it in a little bit. Uh, eventually, we're going to give this game a rate two ratings out of four bits. One is for how scary the game is, and the other is for how good the game is. Uh, very positive reviews on Steam, and very positive is a, uh, 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 a measurement on Steam. There's um, mostly positive, very positive, overwhelmingly positive. So this one's very positive. Um, here's some positive scores from mm -hmm. TWT. This one... <laughs> didn't make any sense to me before playing the game, but now I very much okay. understand the game. Uh, 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 positive review from TWT. I cannot walk up the stairs, mate. Edit. It's okay. I got up. Thanks. Full of typos. It's like this guy typed this when he was in a rush. Uh, edit, edit. Too scary. Don't play ever. <laughs> wow. Okay, stairs are definitely a thing in this game. Stairs are definitely a thing in this game. And that speaks to the seeing between the cracks of game development as we talked about. Right. There are certain things in this game, opening fridges, uh, 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 opening doors, sitting down, eating <laughs> pasta, drinking water. Mm -hmm. Most of the things that you do are like, it's very clearly a one-person team. Uh, and that, it, I don't know, do you think that detracted from the overall experience for you? Which part? Just the, the kind of clumsiness of the design. No. No. I actually don't know. I didn't. I don't think I took that away from it. You're a 14 year old kid that is in a familiar place, but you are unfamiliar with your circumstances. Sure, sure. You are. Their parents are away. Uh, do you want to just tell the story? I guess now. Yeah. No, I already did that, Andrew. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just thinking of SUV <laughs> SUV bowl. <laughs> SUV bowl. <laughs> sorry. We're just taking little turns of vac mental vacations in between while we're talking. Oh man. Uh, uh, 
so yeah, you're you're in an unfamiliar situation. The 14-year-old kid is not used to being in in this house alone. Yeah. And there are, you know, red herrings all over the place. Sure. Your friends and whether you're going to go hang out with them and you kind of get distracted thinking, oh, they're, they're coming over. No, right. they're not. That's right. for tomorrow. Even the mention of saying we're going to do stuff tomorrow yeah. makes you think, well, tonight is just like a way stop. You said that when we were playing the game, you were like, well, clearly nothing's going to happen now because we have to go to the party tomorrow yes. or later or something. I was like, I don't know, Andrew, what if we don't leave the house? Because when I was looking around, I'm like, it didn't seem like the streets. And again, this is just seeing through the game development. Unless you like morph to another location, mm-hmm. um, the streets didn't look very habitable. So you wouldn't yep. be able to like walk yep. somewhere. You may just whatever. I was like, I don't think we're going to leave this place. I think this is just where we're at. And I think it's better for that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. GMC Hammer. Uh, GMC. <laughs> that, that I agree with you, but. I like that they're playing with your expectations a little bit. From the beginning, the mother, so they do have this really cool text message thing, which I think works pretty well. Yeah. I think that's usually pretty clunky in a lot of games, but this one made you stop. Sure. Pull up a separate screen, and that kind of break actually helps build tension. Break. Speaking of cars. Break? Mm-hmm. How so? Go, go, no, continue your thought. Well, there's a gas pedal. Yeah. Oh, break. There's a brake pedal. Yes, there is. You're right. Yeah. There are two. Yeah. Yeah. High on Diane Keaton. If you didn't have one at the end, I was going to be so mad at that. Hyundai Keaton. Okay, that's good. Hi on Diane Keaton. Hi on Diane Keaton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that actually causes like a really good break because your mother says from the beginning, check the, I, I'm going to be checking the cameras to see who your friends are coming yes. over and things like that. So that ring light or ring door kind of thing or whatever those, what are those called? Ring, again? like a doorbell camera. Yeah, yeah doorbell yeah. camera are working really well. You also mentioned that the neighbors across the street mm-hmm. and that's Miss Paula and you can see Mrs. Paula's lights on. Yes. And so that's kind of like a sign. It's almost like the green lighthouse effect in the Great Gatsby. You're like, oh, ah, it's out there. I see it. There's something out there. Yes. There's um, something out there. There's and, and there is always a sense that like something sinister is going to happen, obviously because we know that we've got a yeah, horror game. Yeah. Um, let me, before we get too far into it, let's, let's go through the, the rest of these steam reviews. Actually, you've got dog faced gamer, positive review mm-hmm. says the first in the fears of fathom series gives us the smallest taste of what this series would offer a great short horror experience on its own. And each play playable episode builds on top of its foundation. That's great. Yeah. No, 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 uh, uh, a gimmick to that one. That mm-hmm. was good. Uh, gauge Easter says I need to change my shorts, positive review. Uh, and then I figured we we owe it to do some negative reviews as oh, well before we start to, color to be fair. It with our own experiences. Both sides, both sides. We got to argue both sides. We, here, you this know? is what we do over here. Hundred percent. The left, the right, the alt right, the alt right, the alt left, which I think is just a theater group that we have to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sauce says couldn't chase killer upstairs to throw my lasagna at him. Zero of ten. <laughs> Uh, Wrath of Tron says, why does this have a, a VHS aesthetic when my character communicates with an iPhone? That's a very good point. Solid argument. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you can imagine just the creative, like, great argument. You're like, you're not going to answer? I'm like, no, shut up. Uh, <laughs> I don't did care. You, did you like, the, and now we can kind of get into our own uh, thoughts on it, Andrew. D- there is this kind of like grainy VHS aesthetic to I it. Did you like that? I noticed it on the home screen, but when we were playing, I didn't really notice it. Other than it looks like the warmth of what a VHS yes. thing would, but the, but the the burn effect or the, the scratchiness went away. No, that went away, but it did. There was definitely a filter, kind of like a soft, sepia, worn out yeah. sepia kind yeah. of filter. Yeah, is it sepia? I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Should ask my player one. I feel like she would know that. Yeah, but probably. I don't, eh? know. I don't yeah. know many things, and colors are definitely because no. I don't see colors, so it's impossible for right. me to so really. That's, like, and that's what, why you're better than us. I, I'm not. I didn't say that. I I thought it, but I would never say something like that. I only know one thing. It's mm-hmm. Kathy Lee Griff Ford focus. <laughs> Wait, Griffin. 
Kathy Lee Grifford. Griff, Grifford. No. Gifford. Kath- Gifford. Who's Kathy Lee Gifford? Oh, Who the hell is oh, Kathy Lee no, Gifford? No, right. How the hell dare you? <laughs> Regis Philbin is spinning his grave right now. <laughs> calling her to the grave. Calling her to the crypt. St. Regis Philbin. St. Regis. Like the hotel? No, St. Regis is a car. I think it's like a type of Cadillac. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, there we go. We learned something new today. There we go. <laughs> um, uh, so apart from the aesthetics uh, and, and kind of those, the, the clunkiness of the gameplay and everything, um, um, you know, the game is pretty straightforward. Some reviews I saw on Steam were kind of calling it like a chore simulator. And I can I can see what they're saying. I, you rolled your eyes yeah. at it, but I can kind of see what they're saying. I feel like that's an exaggeration of doing three things. Doing your homework, getting water, and getting lasagna. But when you say that, that doesn't sound like much to do in a video game. When you say that, it almost seems like this is an excuse to get a couple pop scares out on you. Okay, but then we're going to be talking about the genre as a whole of horror, of going like, well, why do you need to have Poppy's Playhouse? Why do you need to assort the colors? You know, why do you need to? It's like, well, we need to move the story along to, you know. For sure. There's, There's an element of that, but this one just felt like they didn't even try to hide it at all. Sure, but I, I would say, but you're a 14 year old kid. Yeah. I don't think it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like out of the realm of like, go water the plants. You're like, well, why do I have to water the plants? Yeah. So like doing homework, eating and drinking, I don't think are like unsustainable human desires. No, that's true. There's no bloodthirst on But it. there's also a reason why you don't really have many video games that are just asking you to go do your homework, eat lasagna. And I know you're going to say The Sims. Except for the most popular uh, video game franchise. But there's there's more mechanics around it. All I'm I'm saying is is that the minute-to-minute gameplay, if you take the pop scares out of this, are very unengaging. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. But what I would have liked a little bit more is a bit more color around who we are, what we are, and what we're doing. Because when you started out and it's like, here like there's there's text on the screen yes and it's like here's something crazy that happened to me i don't know how to say it so i'm just going to show you or something whatever it is like that at the end of this what is the story what is the story i agree with you that in the beginning it comes in a little hot with going like well there's all this kind of stuff in specific times and specific dates and like all this kind of stuff which really ultimately didn't matter i actually think the the mundanity of the of the the story that the kid is living through Uh helps pop with how scary Everyday that's, life can yes. be with with extreme moments. Yes. You know what I mean? That that that's definitely true. I I I and it worked for that. It it's, did. It's the promise that it set up and didn't cash in on that I'm a little disappointed with. It, totally fair. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. However, it, I, yes. it worked for what it was. It, it it did because this is just a normal 14-year-old kid that was alone at home. Yeah. That is not only experiences that I think we've all had in some capacity. It's the experiences that they put in movies because it works really yep. well because yep. you can relate to it. Now, it's like what like the strangers are or something like that where it's like, it's nothing you did to be wrong. Yes. It is somebody influencing their, you know, whatever. That's always a very creepy premise. Very creepy premise. Yeah. And that's what this is. Like the strangers is like, why did you do this to us? Because you were home. Because you were home. That's very Scariest creepy. Line. Very, very creepy. Yeah. And that that is kind of the, the thing here. The thing that confuses me a little bit about this is if you... We're just going to spoil this now, right? Yeah, now yeah, we're yeah. talking okay. full story and all that, okay. which it's a legitimately 20-minute game. You should go try it if you, if you haven't yet. <laughs> if that. <laughs> if that. If you play, you, if you do not make a mistake, it's much less than that. It's, it's, it could be five minutes, like yes. actually five yes. minutes. Yes. Now, the the confusing thing about this, twofold. Mm-hmm. One, if you fail, the game literally crashes you out. Like, I was reading reviews about that, and I was like, well, the game's been patched. It's not going to crash me out. The game literally shuts off, <laughs> and you have to start again from the beginning. And yes. th- that's when those mundane tasks become a hindrance. Yes, yes, yes. You got to go eat another full pan of lasagna. 
in four bites? I can't. Can we talk about the lasagna? Yeah, let's. For a I, this is this is all I've wanted to talk about. I. <laughs> so you you want to order pizza? Your mom's uh-huh. like, no, I made lasagna. Yes, in the fridge. He so the kid goes warms up a whole tray of lasagna in the oven in thirty seconds. Thirty seconds, whole tray of lasagna. Yeah. Well, no, it does black out. So who knows? You know, no, you it doesn't. It doesn't. Not with the doesn't lasagna. fade out. You just put it in and clicks. Okay. Yeah, you you a whole you eat. A whole tray of lasagna in four <laughs> separate bites. You look down. Yes. You're sitting in front of the TV. You look down at the pan. You click the pan. A quarter of it disappears. And you're and the sound effect of you chewing on it oh, is disgusting. It's truly disgusting. It's like I would get if they faded in, fade out, and the tray was just kind of empty. Yeah. Okay. Hey, it's video games. Sure. That's food. What are you sure. going to do? No. Incrementally, like crazy bread from a pizza store, you are going, <laughs> one. And he just, and he eats something. He's like, okay, more well, time to go to bed. Uh, <laughs> I was going ahead. You bring the, you can, if you want, bring the tray up with you to bed. It doesn't say like, put it in the kitchen. Also, or throw it, it on the ground. It, I was going to say, in a game with that, not little, very little controls. You could throw that thing. The first thing that happens when you pick up the lasagna is the prompt at the bottom says, press G to throw. Yeah. Why? And so when we don't know what we're getting into the first time around, because we, spoiler, we die. Yeah. Is is that, or whatever, captured, uh, is that we think, oh God, we don't know at any turn there could right. be something happening right. here. Right. Little do we know. Sure. And so when you see, see the throw, it's like, oh my God, we're going to throw lasagna at something. I legit, I'm like, I'm not throwing it yet because there's going to be an intruder yeah. and I'm going to like, we were- Boil it. With this game, did it boil it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just going to like throw boiling hot lasagna at them. Man, of all the heated up things that you don't want thrown at you, if you want to prevent an intruder, yeah, a hot lasagna, that gets like sticky and all. Oh, that would you, be, know what, you know what the worst thing you can throw is boiling, boiling hot, water. Boiling sugar. Oh, it shit. keeps burning you as it keeps going. Oh, like, God. You know, it's really bad. Sugar burns are like the worst burns you can get. Actually, a movie recently called No One Will Save You. There is boiling water involved and it's really good. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I think I think we're going to watch that, me and my my player one, pretty soon. I'm very curious to see what you think of yeah. that movie. Yeah. yeah. But but nonetheless, yes, we thought we we're going to have to throw lasagna at an intruder or a ghost or we had no idea what we we're getting into. Yeah. Is it going to be ghouls? Ghouls yeah. are very popular. The, I, I do, you know, you talk about the mundanity and how that could, as you were saying, play into the the effectiveness. And that was one of the things. There were times when I was legitimately like looking at the stairs, like, I think I saw something, Andrew. I think I saw something move up yes. there. And you're like, I don't think I did. And I'm like, no, Andrew, I think I did. That's when your your imagination starts to go. Yeah. That's and, and I really like that. And so the first time around, we played it and we checked every room. We yeah. went outside. We, you know, did everything. And we we explored the space, which I think is very much intended. Yes. So you're supposed to see everything because later, you know, that's kind of a key part of it. Uh, you go back upstairs. You you need to go do your homework. It's 1238. You go to bed. You got to grab some water. Yeah. In that, I kind of like that they're creating opportunities for you just to be scared for extended periods of time. Yes. Even though nothing For no happened. reason. That yeah. was great. Because the, the first scare doesn't come until I gotta say three quarters of the way through the yes, game. Yes, I mean short game, but still. Um, and it's and it comes when you go upstairs after getting a, a drink of water, which also the water truly disgusting the way he drinks. Truly <laughs> disgusting. He's just like, oh, I gotta drink some water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're what drinking fuck? thick gelatin. <laughs> as as, I gotta get my drink. I drink my water and get my spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I think this lasagna solidified my throat. <laughs> you, got, Jesus. you got unflavored jello and a belly full of cheese. <laughs> and you got to deal with an intruder. This is a worst case scenario. I hope this intruder is for the intruder. <laughs> Best case scenario. He scares you. You shit your pants. Jesus Christ. I just got to think this murder is like, oh my God, this is the greatest day for me of all time. A kid is alone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill him. It's going to be great. I'm going to stab this kid. Stabs him. He releases the most vile 
shit upon death. This just mostly mascarpone and gelatin water. And it's just, it's like, oh, this is not even worth it. This sucks. It's the worst day ever. If you stabbed that kid in the stomach, it would be like you stabbed a hot pocket. <laughs> Pizza sauce. It's a hot balloon of a hot pocket. It bursts like a beached whale. Imagine being the cops on scene afterwards. <laughs> what the it's everywhere. You're looking at the roof. There's two dead bodies. One of them is a child stabbed in the stomach. The other suffered severe burns. He, the, the murderer is just sprayed against the wall. Just limbs everywhere because this kid exploded with a full tray of hot lasagna. I like the idea. The murderer or the criminal always returns to the scene of the crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cops are sitting there. Police line, do not cross. Neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Guy with pizza burns on his face. <laughs> looks like the invisible man <laughs> oh what happened here what would happen here <laughs> oh god oh god so yes uh yes you go back upstairs do your homework you got the water you're about to go upstairs and you get a text from your mother saying you also have received texts at this point from your friends saying you we're off for tonight let's do yeah. something tomorrow cool uh your mom goes hey who's outside miss paula sent this photo over yes this whatever uh, you have not heard anything at this point. Yeah. But one of the one of the few controls that you've had is to crouch or check under the uh, the blinds. Yes. Yeah. So you go back downstairs, you check the blinds, and there's a man just staring at the door. Yeah. A little bit of a sound cue. Yeah. Pretty creepy. Yeah. He's just kind of sitting there, like almost just like. Second question: If it wasn't terrifying, how long has that guy been doing that? That's a that's a great question. Miss Paula has been taking a photo, texted your mom. Your mom has texted you. You've gone downstairs. That has all happened. That's the thing, Miss Paula. Don't text my mom who's out of town. You yeah. come out the front door and say, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, you yell freak. from your window. Yes. Just go like, "Sir, I see you. <laughs> yeah. We see you." The police are on their way. You don't want to stab him. He's got a belly full of hot pockets. <laughs> <laughs> Mother left nine trays of lasagna. <laughs> We're four and a half in. Uh, it was it was uh, 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 creepy though the way that it happened. You're about to go to bed, right? Like like, like yeah. what you're saying. You get the text message and it's a picture of your own house and you see the guy standing yes. out there. That like what a good setup. And I will say, really smart. The home screen is from the outside of your house. Yes, it's the only time you see that house. Right, right. So when you see the picture, oh, true. It's the you only reference that because of the home screen. That's a great point. Otherwise, Otherwise you wouldn't have known yeah. what the hell you're looking at. Uh, nice little detail as well. Miss Paula's window is lit up. So, lit up the whole time. Yeah. So you can tell. She She's been kind of like looking out for you or, or looking after you. Now, here's where things suck, where uh, legitimately where I think the game drops a couple points in my okay. esteem. Okay, all right. After you peek out and you see the creepy guy, you get a text from your mom, says, don't open the door. Out of curiosity, I have to open the door. Now, I'm not saying that you're right to do so if you're right, playing this right, game, right? but I had to. I couldn't, I couldn't not do it. So I open the door. There's no one there. The guy creeps out like pops out from behind the door giving me legitimately one of the worst jump scares i've had in a game bravo well done but then the game cuts out yeah and we have to start again from the very beginning mm -hmm. now we're playing the game knowing that anytime we make a mistake we have to do everything over again just yeah. rewind the clock a minute legitimately i think that would make this a much better if you experience. woke up again in the middle of the night yes. or, you know whatever i i totally understand that especially because there is a fail if there wasn't a fail or mm -hmm. whatever, then I, I get coming back. So we we fly through the other things, not knowing now we don't need to check everything. We can just, you know, knock off checklists. Out. Right. Uh, we go back down. We see him. The other issue that I had was that with, with a lack of controls, she's like, check that the doors are locked. Go upstairs in your room. Well, we can't lock the door. Yeah, the yeah. only button we have is open door. Yes. So I'm not going to get near the door. Yes. <laughs> and so I go upstairs and we hide under the bed. We do. And I just want to interject here for a second because... What I would want to do in that game is explore the area 
I want to I want to know what they've set up here. I want to know like what's around each corner. I want to yes. know what sort of other jump scares there are. I want to kind of push push at the corners a little bit. But once we realized you have to replay at the beginning, I didn't want to explore anymore. I just wanted to do what the game wanted me to do. And thank God we did, you know, with your turn, when Mikey did the first turn, we did. We explored everything. And it's really key because we looked in the parents' bedroom, which was a very important thing that comes up later. And so we saw, we're like, okay, that's like a square room. There's a bathroom. Okay, but we closed the door. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. We go upstairs to hide. We get outside and 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 we get a text from our mom. Yeah. Going like, Miss Paula's at the door. And now we hear a doorbell for the first time. And we go, the police are coming. Go outside. It's okay now. You're safe. Yes. Right. So we go outside. And as we're about to do that, we can see a little bit of a light, not a light from the room, but a light right. from the from the, uh, from the the street. Sure. Now so- showing that on our main floor and the second floor of the house, to go down the stairs to the front door, there is the, do- the, pe- uh, the parents' bedroom door is open. Open. And a, a light from the street is reflecting a shadow. Yes. Onto the thing. And it's slightly moving. Yeah. And so we get close to the stairs. And, and, and you should say that door is right next to the stairs. Right. To get to the front door, we need to pass by that that yes. bedroom. Yeah. Kind of. And and so we go, oh, crap. What do we do? Miss Paula's outside. The cops are coming. Our mom has told us to go outside. Uh-huh. And all we've known. So we have far, no lasagna to throw either. We have no point. lasagna to throw. Yeah. I have already digested all that gelatin water. <laughs> and so now we don't know what to do because everything so far has told us, listen to your mother. Yeah. Because she has been the one that's been right the whole time. Yes. But she's telling us to go downstairs and there is clearly something right there. Yeah. And so we back up slowly mm-hmm. and we kind of wait and you and I are talking the whole time and we just close the door and that's the end of the game. Yes. Because we also hear police sirens coming in too. So that's the thing. We're we're waiting in the hallway and you and I are talking to one another like, do we go down the stairs yes. even though he's right there? Like, we're pretty sure he knows where we are. Yes. And, and I said to you at one point after just looking, I'm like, oh wait, we know how to crouch. The game has taught us that. I'm like, yes. what if you crouch and go down? I thought that was what the game wanted yep. you to do. Thankfully, we didn't because, like you said, if you wait long enough, you can see the police lights yeah. uh, uh, coming from outside. You hear the siren and you see them outside. And that's when we decided, let's go back in there. And then it just says a game by, uh, what's rail. his name? Rail. A game yeah. by rail, which great way to end the game. That I, was a fantastic, like almost non-ending. I loved, yes. yeah, you know, we were saying this just before we started. It's one of the few games where actually waiting paid off uh-huh. instead of like, you know, there's so many games, especially older games, especially retro games that we've done on this podcast. Just go, go, yeah. go, 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 yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll figure it out. Go. Yep. This one was actually like waiting and, li- you know, listening and, you know, trying to be smart actually paid off. Inaction was the proper action, ah. which is, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It, it's almost like the beginning of Far Cry five question mark, four question mark. One of those ones where at the very beginning, if you just wait around and don't do anything, then you win the game. Four. Yeah. yeah. Oh, four. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 It was the, the cult one. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It, you know, very interesting. Like I just. There are games like we played last week sure. where you're like, every time I turn around, mannequins have moved, yes. you know? And then there's this one where you're like, heads up, somebody outside your house is going to try and kill you. Yes. And you're like, fuck, that's just like kind of too real. It's you're, you're right. There was, we talked last week so much about don't be scared, how much they were trying to gross you out and scare yes. you and dial it up to 11. And there's something immediately that just gets my back up a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm a kid and okay, someone is clearly a pedophile yeah. and okay, I've got, like you said, the mannequins and this and that. It's like, there's blood everywhere and hey, we can dump dead bodies into the mannequins. Like, it, like you're just trying to ratchet it yeah. up to a point where it's now unrealistic and I'm yeah. like less into it. But you're right. There's something so familiar and normal about this. And I know this kind of contradicts what I was saying earlier uh, that it that it is spookier. It's, it's, it's a spookier experience to live through. I do want to separate out what I said earlier from from that sentiment, which is the repetition of these 
menial tasks yep. and having to do them again makes it not a very interesting game to play. Sure. Uh, especially if you have to replay it. Uh, uh, but it does create a really nice setting. I, I agree with you. Do you want to get to our scores? Let's do it. So okay. uh, just like we did last week and all the weeks before it, when we played these scary games on Retrograve, we give these games two rankings, four bits each from each of us for the yeah. first ranking. And that is a measurement of how scary the game was. Right. And then another rating out of four bits, which is how good the game is overall. So do you want to start, Andrew, with your yes. rating out of four bits for how scary the game is? Yes. I, so I, it's funny. I'm going to take a page out of Mikey's mm -hmm. uh, playbook, which is, you know, I will say, this is a, a a thing that you subscribe to that I always don't always subscribe to. Excuse okay. me. I don't always subscribe to it. But I think in this one, it is the most clear. You always talk about how, what is the intention of, of the creator? What's sure. the intention of the author? Whatever. That that actually does matter. What are they trying to do in this? Yeah. And this is one of those examples where I think it actually is really important to go, yeah, to compare this to uh, the newest Zelda game or something like that. You're like, yeah, well, no. Of course, yeah. This is a 15-minute game where mm -hmm. all they're trying to do is tell one story, one very specific angle where to try to get you scared. Yeah. And I will say, I was very scared. To choose the normal everyday evil uh -huh. is a much more scary thing than Lucifer has come back and he is, you know, wanting babies. You know, you're like, oh, that's scary. Not even scary to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have babies. I don't have babies and I love Lucifer. Yeah, he's great. Eh? He's great. You know what he does? Yeah. He eats fucking babies. Yeah. Get rid of them. You know what Lucifer would like? Bottle service. Lucifer just, would love bottle service. He would just service. feel like the kind of guy that's like, you know who would, also, you know who would also love bottle service? Babies. Babies. <laughs> Lucifer's inviting over. He's like, guys, guys, come over to bottle service. We got, we to. got, we got some vodka. We got some tequila. We got some warm homo milk over here. Uh, white Russians, everyone. White Russians. Yeah, we'll mix the two. <laughs> I know you both will agree. Boobs. Am I right? <laughs> Lucifer's like this guy. <laughs> All right. So evil. Um, the intention is to be scary in this yeah. one everyday normal evil thing. And uh -huh. to be honest, I was very scared. Yeah. The lack of the, there's not a ton of things to be scared about. But they use this everyday setting incredibly well in my point. I, I honestly thought this was terrifying. I was three and a half out of four for me. Oh, great. I so that's, loved that's, it. That's uh, story-wise, three and a half out of four. Or like, gameplay-wise. Oh, gameplay. I was going to say scariness. Oh, scariness. scariness. Three and a half. Okay, I, cool, I was cool. very scared by this game. So, uh, yeah, I was very scared as well. And one thing that I think that uh, is required for horror, maybe not required, but okay. really helps good horror is a day-night cycle. Yes. I was very much more afraid when it got dark, dark yes, and the yes. lights in your house were off. We and made that reference too. We're yes. like the sunset in the cars make me feel relaxed. Yes. But then it, you wake up at like one thirty or something and the lights are off and all of a sudden the stakes are raised a little bit. And that's always really creepy to me. The other thing I really like that a, a that horror does is create a safe space and an unspace safe. An uns, unsafe space. Yeah. Now you can over the course of the game or movie or whatever mess with that concept by creating a safe space and taking it away from the viewer, from the player, whatever. But there was the the bedroom in this where it just felt like nothing was going to go wrong. Completely and every time I got back in there and closed the door and looked around the corner, I'm like, it's good. I'm familiar with the spot. I really like it. Totally. So already it's knocked off two conventions of horror that really work well for me. And then the mundanity and the imbued sense of doom and dread that ratchets it ratchets up as the game goes on because you know something's coming yeah i it worked for me the whole time even when i wasn't scared i was imagining that i was seeing things that i wasn't seeing and what more do you want from a game fair. plus it gave me the biggest jump scare i've had in a very long time with 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 a game uh i i think i'm there with you i think this is a three and a half out of four nice it's very the only reason i uh, wouldn't go four mm-hmm 
even though it's tight and it's compact is because the there were some issues with the music where it would just play loud for no reason and i think that that was undeserved when you're just heating up yeah. a lasagna it's yeah. like there's no yeah. reason to potentially yeah. be scared right that now. was weird and then it was the fact that uh uh replaying it from the beginning just really limited how much like you know there's no uh, uh procedurally generated scares so you have no reason to be afraid going to get your lasagna the second time that sort of thing um but yeah i was so scared that opening the fridge was scaring me so this has to be a three and a half. Oh, that's great i'm glad to hear that so two three and a half so that's pretty good that's yeah. seven out of eight for its scariness uh i'm gonna do it out of four for what i thought about the game mm-hmm. i really like this game yeah. i think it's 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 simple and tight in its nature and you know i know i know you're gonna have an issue with the modernity and that's totally fine i think that's i think that's totally fair but for it to last eight minutes of mundane things yeah it's not it's it's good it's good restriction of that it could have been 15 and it would have sure. been like jesus christ sure. but you do a couple of things enough to keep you on edge that it tells you one story and then the, the conclusion is kind of interesting. It's kind of like something we talk about on the podcast too. Like the end of Doctor Strange, the first one uh-huh. was ended with a, a discussion and like not a fist fight, right? Yes. And I like that this end of this video game was not like running past and he's chasing True. you and you're like, oh my God, that which was kind of last week's True. game. Uh, in instead, it was inaction of trying to be smart about this, and I thought that was just really it worked really well because you also don't see him caught or yeah. like everything's okay. It's just like this weird breathing motion, and I thought it was really great. I am gonna give this three and a half to four again. I think for what it is and for its simple nature, it delivers a scare. I like that. I like that. I think the the biggest thing that limits this game for me is the is the fact that you have to. And I, I'm sorry to keep harping on this, but the fact that you have to start again when you fail is is very bad for me. Sure. Really don't like that. And yes, it's a limited experience and it's only 10, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, maybe. Um, um, but the stakes being what they are that you just have to go through not only mundane tasks, but mundane tasks that aren't designed particularly well really highlights the flaws in the design of this game. If you create the game, the first time you go to sit down at a desk and it kind of like phases out and then you're sitting at the desk rather than the animation of moving to being sitting at the desk, I'm like, I'm okay with this. Mm-hmm. This is this is fine. The designer is almost telling you like, hey, I'm limited in what I can do. Yeah. This is how the yeah. game is going to move. But the second time you have to do it and realize that the game, the, the game designer didn't have the wherewithal to say people aren't going to want to do this portion again yes. is, is a big miss. However, I agree that the pacing was 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 perfect. The restraint that Rail showed in in like you said, having a inaction as the climax of this game as a nineteen year old or whatever we yeah, said seriously. is like beyond me. Crazy. How how that happens? Bright things in this kid's future. Seriously, uh, I'm going to give this one a three out of four. Okay, uh, not quite a oh, three, wow. not not quite a three and a half. Um, in spite of all the things that I said. I'm very much a fan of brevity. I couldn't play much more of horror. Like uh, I had someone recommend a game recently that was like uh, uh, Ken from the Pixelated Thoughts podcast recommended we play Amnesia the Bunker. And I'm like, what is it like 45 minutes, an hour? He's like, no, it's like four and a half hours. I'm like, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. That is too much. To I be also don't believe a game could properly scale up for four and a half That's hours. That's true. You know what That's I mean? True. I just think everyone kind of blows their load and they kind of figure it out. But now, yeah. here's something worth talking about or questioning sure. how this affects the rating of the game. The fact that if played perfectly correct, there are no jump scares really, except for except for looking out the window maybe that one time, which I don't even think you have to do potentially. No, you do. I don't know that you do. do. You would it trigger? I don't know. You could feel triggers in this yes. game, but like you hit it. Okay, moving on. You yeah, hit it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I I wonder if you had to. I don't know. You know. But also, 
if you're doing that, then why are you playing these styles of game? Like, right. look, I'm just going to do what they tell me and I'm going to go under the bed and now I'm True. not going to, you know, like kind of thing. I, I find that very interesting. It, you know? it would be, but it is, you know, I can I can see that someone would have played this game and not had a big jump scare in sure. it. And that person who's seeking thrills would have been like, the fuck was that? Yeah, you know, yeah, like that, yeah, that yeah. would be, it would be curious. I don't know. I don't know that it does necessarily hurt it, um, but it rewards you in giving you what you want for having failed, which is fascinating. Honestly, you know, if you, if you haven't played this game and you've listened to all us do this, which would be too bad to ruin it, I would still go back and play it and see what you think of it because you can do this while waiting for a bus. Like yeah, you that's can, true. it's like, you could do this while waiting for the doctor's point. Or a like, Steve bus semi. Steve Buscemi, absolutely. Yeah. So for sure. But let us know what you think. I'm very curious about this game and the last game too, especially yeah. Uh, yeah, the first toy. Uh, don't be afraid. Uh, don't be scared. Uh, uh, don't be scared. The first toy. Don't be toy. scared. Thank you. Um, you don't be a toy. I said, don't be afraid. Oh. I said, is it afraid or scared? Uh, means the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm both. Uh, <laughs> but then until then, we got we got some more retrograves. So we yeah, got to do. do this. Um, and we can't wait to do that again soon because I hate all of you. Uh, you uncultured swine. <laughs> uh, we love every single one of you. We can't wait to talk to you soon. My name is Andrew Baskin. With me as always is the bad boy podcasting, Mr. Bebop himself, Mikey Aaronworth. This is Tesla Thompson, the Retrograve Podcast. <laughs> Game over. I also said Portia de Rossi, but I thought that was like too obvious. Same with Adam Carolla. Yeah, yeah, that's right there, right? Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Even cars got toy cars. <laughs> if humans have action figures, toy cars have. Oh, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah.